continuously on Beyond Border. Kid, talking about your past doesn't mean that you're using it to get somewhere. It's your past. It's something that you cannot erase. what I said. I said, if you want to use your past to explain how you got to that point, that's fine. Then I said, if you're continually going to use your past, now that you're highlighted, it it sounds like you're projecting your insecurity. You should be pushing people like you forward now. Now that you have the platform, you have more eyes on you now. I agree. I agree with the last point that you just made. I believe that it's a responsibility for minority that once they do get on the main street level, um, that they highlight their own minority and everybody else. But, you know, anybody else who got talent, but more so their own, you know, talent within their own racial and ethnic group. Put everybody on. And also highlight your own people. now okay cool great great so ladies and gentlemen welcome to beyond borders this is our second interview and being that it's the second interview this is also going to be the return of our independent spotlight series where we host anyone and everyone who wants to promote themselves or wants to I get promote themselves. <laughs> so, like I said, if you're a writer, artist, rapper, slam poet, you paint for a living, or you just have a different opinion on the world, just contact us on Instagram. And if we like what we see, we'll have you on. Now, for this particular interview, I actually reached out to this brother because he is doing something that's very necessary in the world, Mm. especially with what's going on with the COVID-19 crisis and people going Mm. crazy and ignoring orders in Miami by gallivanting around people and possibly spreading this virus. Mm. So I'm going to allow our guest to introduce himself and we're going to get to talking. Hopefully, she'll tell everybody my name is veteran actor speaker thinker <laughs> longtime philosopher and just a dude that loves loves to talk loves to loves to think through things with people um it's a pleasure being here on the beyond cool. borders podcast and i'm uh, really really excited to get into this and really really open some minds and maybe change some lives in this in this one hour session we got going on right here 
Yes, because that's one of our main tenets. We like to speak real and we like to give differing differing opinions to problems and things that people want to know in this world. Right. And sometimes, especially from my end, sometimes our our opinions don't always resonate with everybody. Mm. But hey, all the greats had detractors, did they not? They did. Yeah, you're not going to please everybody, right? Yes. You can't. You can't because if you do, then you you dilute your message that way. Correct. Yeah. So, as I was perusing your your well, I'll just explain how we met. You know, because I'm one of those Instagram people that barely posted at that time, and mm. I saw a post from somebody else that I follow. And you were doing, I think, some kind of martial arts or something. I said, that's kind of cool. Because yeah. I, I also do screenwriting. So at that point, I was writing a superhero dystopian film. And I was like, that dude kind of reminds me of my main character. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I was like, all right, you know, let me follow this brother. And I started following you and keeping up with your posts. And I was like, yeah, this dude's kind of chill. So I started following you. And then I went through your profile because I don't stalk people like that. I'm like, I don't got that kind of time. Mm. And I saw that you were an actor. And then mm -hmm. I looked up your INDB and I was like, oh, that is awesome. He was on TV. So if you'd like to talk about that a little bit, you're more than welcome. Sure. Um. Yeah, we got to take it back to go there. I was in the we mall. Gotta start, we got to go back. We got to go back and go forward, right? I bet y'all are wondering how I got here. Well, let me tell you, right? <laughs> so we take it back, man. What was the year? Geez, it was like 2008. I was in high school. No, it was 2005, man. And I got approached by these people um, at one of those like sham modeling schools. They were like, oh my God, you could be a model. Do you want to be a model? I'm like, sure. And da, da 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 da. I went to the school. They tried to hit me with some crazy prices for their photographer. And I was like, no, no, no. Let me do this on my own. Right. So what I started doing was going on Craigslist. And I, I posted some photos on Craigslist of like my profile, my headshots, whatever that I took with my phone. And over the next few years, I would just build up the photographers that I worked with. And I put those photos on Craigslist and I put those photos and then move up to Model Mayhem and then Instagram. And then what happened was there was a casting call in Hawaii. This one I was in the Navy at the time, mind you. I went out there. Oh, shout out to the veterans. Shout out to the veterans. Yeah, thank you all for your service. Um, long story short, man. Um, yeah, got in with this modeling agency actually in Hawaii who just happened to be uh, partner agencies with the acting agency. And so they sort of slid me over to the other side for a first audition. And I read and I got the role. In Hawaii, which is unheard of, speaking roles out of Hawaii, they never really happened. Um, got the role, and that sort of started my whole acting journey. This was on the show Last Resort. It was, a funny enough, a Navy show on ABC back in 2013. Um, got my start there, and then I've just been going and going and going and building on that ever since. Cool, cool. An actor in Hawaii. Yeah. And you weren't on 5-0. No, I will actually no, I've done background work maybe two or three times on Hawaii 5 -0. Right. Because so, then <laughs> usually with those you don't get credited. Exactly, exactly. You don't get paid very much. And so that's hey, the listen, thing I'll with Hawaii. <laughs> right. I'll take whatever I'll, you guys gotta give me. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
No, yeah. The thing about the industry in Hawaii is that not many projects are done there, but the but the ones that do come through are typically big. Anything that has a jungle, a rainforest, an ocean, even like some settings in Africa, they'll film it in Hawaii. And so there's an actually a there's a big sort of market for background work, but oftentimes that's as far as you can take it in Hawaii. They've already casted their principal roles out of Los Angeles. So, yeah. So I had to leave there, move to Los Angeles, and sort of the rest is history. Okay. So question for someone who's a budding screenwriter. Sure. Is is California worth it or can I just stay here in New York? Oh, man. I mean, if you're not in California, then New York's a place to be, right? Okay. I mean, California, New York, Atlanta. There's a very yeah, big market actually, for film and TV. Yeah, because actually that's my plan right now. I'm going to move my family to Atlanta next year. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. well, good luck, man. I wish you the best. It should be good. Appreciate it. Yeah, because I think with with New York, New York is starting to, you know, go down. And I've been here my whole life, but mm. I, I'm at that point now. You know, when you get tired of somewhere, it's just like you got to go. Yeah. I'm at I that point that. right now. But that. yeah, so now that you, so you've transitioned from the Navy mm. and then got your feet wet in Hollywood. Yes. And now, <laughs> you are expanding people's minds. Yes, man. Life life has an interesting way about it, it, you may come out here to do one thing and find yourself in in something completely different. And life has a way of unfolding and I just sort of let myself go and accepted what I'm here to do. Right. What I'm here to do. I've been publicly speaking since I was like 7 years old. Nice. Since I was seven years old. So not many people know this, but I mean, we're just going to blow the lid off of this thing here. Let me tell you, man. So I was I was I, I was raised Jehovah's Witness for the first 20 years of my life. You ain't never had no holidays. I've never had a holiday. Well, what? now that I've now that I've been out. Yeah. When I when I was growing up, never had a Christmas, never had a birthday party. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. How many G.I. Yeah. Joe's did you not have? <laughs> None of them. <laughs> I wasn't even allowed to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, man. Let me tell you. Wait yes. a minute. No, no, no. Yes. You don't make me throw yes. off my headphones. Don't I say that. I know. I, I, I know. My mom said it was too violent, and they'd give talks about it in, in the in the service. So, well, that is funny because actually in the UK with the show in '87, they changed Michelangelo's nunchucks to a grappling hook because they said it was too violent. Oh man! Wow. <laughs> let's, let's soften everybody up. Oh my God! Oh, don't. Well, we can talk about. We can talk about how soft today is but we're not maybe. we don't have to go there just not yet if we not have yet this is, yes yes yeah but so, yeah yeah but go ahead continue so, so as much as i didn't enjoy the first 20 years of my life in that organization it brought me to where i am today and this is how first of all yeah i learned some really good public speaking tools I would speak on stage to the congregation once a month as a kid in my little suit and tie, giving talks from the Bible, <laughs> having to come up with these talks on my own, mind you. Little did I know that that would come in handy many, many years later, right? right. Um, and But beyond that, it got to a point where I was 19 and 20 when I started to, to begin to think for myself, a lot of tension started to build between me and the congregation. They said I started to have 
an edge, if you will. And when I started to realize, I was like, wait a second. If if raising questions in, in, in the search of truth causes problems, then this clearly is not where the truth is at. So what did I do? I dipped. And being able to go from a system of institutionalized thought, break out of it, liberate yourself, and then look back from the outside gives you an immense power to critically think, right? It, 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 it right. teaches you that you should question everything and it shows you how easy it is to sort of be sucked in the flow and persuaded by people that really may not have your best interest at heart. Mm. And so with along that train of thought, you know, that also carried into the Navy questioning everything. And as a, if you're supposed to be an obedient sailor, you're not really supposed to, to question much at all. So I, <laughs> I served right. my tour. I had my time and I got out because towards the end, there was tension there too. I got in a whole lot of trouble, got in a whole lot of trouble, but yeah, yeah, yeah I, I got in trouble. I got in trouble, but it's all good. Um, but long story short, man, like that sort of process led me down this rabbit hole of asking more questions and seeking more truth. Yes. And as that journey progressed, I started to get deeper and deeper into these texts and deeper within myself until I got to a point where I could honestly say that I saw myself. What do I mean by that? I saw my essence. I know who I am. I know who I am beyond the car that I drive. I know who I am beyond the house that I live in, beyond my profession, beyond my skin color, beyond my humanity. I know who I am. And it's the same essence that's in everybody. And if I can get 10 people, 10 people to tap into this same feeling to know who they are, then I've done my job. And that's what I'm out here to do is to empower people, especially our community, because we can really use it. We can oh, really yeah. use it. You ain't lied about that because um, last week, honestly, we just did a show about colorism mm. and it got kind of heated because I had said that it was that the mindset should change once you get to a position where you have a platform that you can progress it forward because we were arguing about my co-host was saying how people always bring up their experiences and they should be allowed to and i said yeah that's true but you should use that as a platform to raise yourself up and then when you get to a platform where everybody has eyes on you you should be able to progress it forward mm. and use that as an example so people don't always have to live in the past Exactly. And she got mad at me because you know how we like to apply those theories to every situation. Yep. So this would be see what you're doing with Fit Alchemy, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Okay. It would hopefully help people in our community learn how to not always feel like there's no avenue where you can express yourself. Yes. And you don't always have to live off your negativities. Right, right. To You're progress yes. forward. Yes. So yeah, so like I said, as I was following you, I started seeing you on Instagram putting up inspirational posts and motive and motivational posts. And then you recently launched Fit Alchemy. So please tell the audience about that and what your mission statement is. 
So Fit Alchemy, Fit Alchemy is a company I launched. And our mission, my mission is to promote or to cultivate physical fitness, to promote mental fitness and beyond. And the beyond there is the most important. And we approach it from the physical aspect. Why? Well, it's the most direct manifestation of your mental state. It, it, it's, it's, it's point A, point B. There it is. And I figure if I can show you the mental workings, the mental workings, because it all starts in the mind. You have to be fit in the mind before you're fit in the body. If I can show you the mental workings of fitness and get your mind fit, those same tools can be applied to anything else in your life, love, career, success, your other relationships, whatever, whatever, because all the truth is the same truth. You understand? Everything works off of the same basic principles. Ooh, see, you can't say that with our community, though. There's the <laughs> truth and then there's my truth. We can't do that. We can't. We cannot do that. Okay. We'll get in trouble. Yeah, you can get in trouble. I'm not afraid to get in trouble. Luckily, say no more. Me either. I've been. I, I was. I was a little problem kid too. So, I, I asked a lot of questions and I defied a lot of rules. Yeah. So. There's something. But, go ahead. Yeah. There's some. Actually, there's something no. that I wanted to touch on that you said earlier. Um, and mm -hmm. I think it could really help when you were talking about, you know, being stuck in the past. OK, mm -hmm. see, people need to understand something that th I said there's one truth, but that's that's half fault. Mm -hmm. I mean by that each truth is a half truth. There's the truth in the absolute sense, and then there's the truth in the relative sense. And what that means for our community is this. Nobody is saying, forget about the past, act like it didn't happen. That would be foolish. Also, nobody is saying, be stuck in the past, stay there. That's also foolish, right? There's a balance. You need to use, look, we know where we came from. Wait, wait. <laughs> or right. do we? But but it, with the narrative that that's pushed in America, right? The whole Atlantic slave trade. Da, 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 da. Okay, we know that many of us have our roots in that. Right. Use that as a way to navigate the landscape. Know that okay, while this country was built by us, but wasn't necessarily built for us. Mm -hmm. we have sort of been pushed into a second-class sort of social status. That doesn't mean that that's where you belong. Understand that that may be the playing field, but you don't have to play by those rules, right? The playing field is the relative truth. The absolute truth is that nobody can control your damn mind. And with that, you can do anything and you can break the rules and you can break free from the societal structure, right? And be anything you want to be. Once people really grasp the idea that the only thing that limits themselves is themselves, then the opportunities become endless. They can do anything, anything. Right. That's what I, and that's, you know, that's what our parents try to teach us. Also, mm. you know, you have to have structure, but you should also be able to ask questions when necessary to get to an answer. Mm. And I think we've fallen away from that a lot over the past decade, I would say, because now that we have the internet and the internet so fast now and you have information coming and everyone's, you know, 
wanting to give their own opinion. Oh, my co-host just got here. Hi, that, guys. Is that is the Hello, lady of the house. Hi, how are you? Kevin? Good, good. Thank you. I'm good. So I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. I came and interrupted you guys. No, it's fine. It's fine. You were taking care of stuff behind the scenes. So that's that's always necessary because we still got to keep this thing moving. That's such but a nice way for you to put it. <laughs> yeah. So we were just discussing, you know, Kevin's background, and now we're on the subject of information on the internet mm. in that when it pertains to mental health. Mm-hmm. And as I was saying is now that we have the internet as this powerful tool, we have so much information coming at us in milliseconds that it's hard for someone that's not, I guess, I know this is probably going to be the wrong word to say, but stable to try to process it and make an informed decision because everybody wants you to sway towards their opinion. So I think that what Kevin's hoping to accomplish with this and hopefully more people join this kind of movement is yes, you can look at all this information, but you should be all also able to go into your own mind and say, okay, I think this is wrong and don't be afraid to say why it's wrong. Well, you see, that's, that's the thing, man. That's the okay. thing. I, I'm with you hundred percent on, on the speed of things. What do I mean by that? Right. The internet has, 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 has given people the opportunity to access millions and billions of, of content, right. At the speed of light, pretty much faster than they ever have before. That's a lot of power. Information is power. Um, and with that, as corny as it may sound, it, 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 with that comes a great responsibility because not everybody has the tools to process this type of information or to, to, to even seek out the truth, right? One of the biggest things that I talk to a lot of people about, um, about the state of the internet is social media, the dangers of social media, man. Social media is a dangerous thing, right? Yes. And I wouldn't be on it if I didn't have to be, right? Correct. These, This is the landscape. This is the landscape of where we're at and this is how people communicate. And so if we want to have our message reach the most people, we got to use it. But you can't get lost in it. What do I mean by that? Man, we are at a point in life where we don't know how to connect anymore, right? We live through this mask, through this cyborg, right? The cell phone, through our avatars, posting only the highlights of our life, never really allowing people to see the real us. All of our communication can be edited. All of our, don't even get me started on our pictures being edited. Half the people yeah. on Instagram, you don't even know what they really look like. Let's be yes, real. Sir. Yes, sir. Shout out Very to the true. models. They, shout out to the models. <laughs> he said, shout out to the models. <laughs> They're hurting right now. They hurt right now, brother. They're hurting. <laughs> they said, don't expose me, Kevin. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the, the thing that scared me the most is um, when I saw this app come out. Now, if you want to talk about the dark side of having all this technological power, this app came out called Facetune. And I'm looking at it and, okay, cool. You can you can change the shades of the background. You can remove red eye if you're dealing with red eye. You can even remove a mole. Oh, oh, you can chisel your jawline. Oh, <laughs> you can make your nose smaller. You can elongate your face. 
wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This, this, this is going a little too far now. At what point do you go so far in editing yourself uh, on your, in your digital presence to where you get lost in it? And then you wake up and you look in the mirror and you don't even like what you see anymore because your perception of beauty has been altered. Mm. Interesting. That's crazy. I mean, you know, just to kind of piggyback on what you guys have been saying is the internet is a great tool. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I will warn anybody going into the internet, um, just like going into life, you have to know what you're looking for. Yes. It's so much information. You know, I think we can curse on this show today, right, kid? Can we? Did you get yeah. paid on Friday? <laughs> There's a shitload of information on the <laughs> internet. No, truly. And yes, oh, it's going to be explicit today. Okay, no, that's explicit. good. <laughs> I, bro, you know, I I've, been, I've been censoring myself. <laughs> no, I, I blame the COVID. <laughs> no, well, here's our thing. With our show, we usually try to keep it clean because we want the teenagers to hear it. But then Correct. we realize sometimes the teenagers be saying worse words than us. So Absolutely. let's cuss today. All right, There's a it, lot go. on th- of thing on the internet, yeah. and unless you know exactly what you're looking for. You know, I think it starts from within every mm. single individual since we're talking about mental health. Yeah. Uh, when you go onto this social media, what is the goal? What is the purpose? What are you right. looking for? Right. If you don't know that, you're going to be lost. You'll lose there yourself. will be so many information coming at you at a speed of light, like you mentioned, Kevin, hitting mm. you left and right, top to bottom, that you wouldn't know which opinion or which way to sway. So you would just end up being lost because if you don't know where you're going, you know, enter the internet is to be the last guide that you need. It will confuse you even more than you were before you entered the whole um, digital world. So I think for the youth and anybody listening to us, I think going to the social media, they need to ask themselves why I didn't using these tools. And, you know, to the credit of some of these tools, um, they were created to connect people and they have turned been turned into completely something else. Yes. You know, I remember and I think when the whole um, hacking and information selling went down with Facebook, they made a bunch of advertisement on TV showing the true purpose of why they created Facebook. And it was connection. It was family. It was staying in touch. It was meeting new friends. It was building building relationship um, after or you know after meeting, and then there's the distance. It was keeping up those relationships and sustaining those. And they they were kind of just reminding people, hey, I know all of this is happening. Certain things happen outside of control, or I could say, you know, we we just let it. You know, we dropped the ball pretty much. That's what happened. Or we got greedy and we started selling your information. But at the core, while we started this app was just to communicate within families with people. And that was it. But it can be so much more now. It could be so much more. Look at Instagram, how it started. It was just a way to share picture. Mm. And now it turned into this crazy uh, uh, marketing machine. Yes. We're paid advertisement. You know, everybody, every single person in America wants to advertise. Big brands came along and it turned into from from people to people into mm-hmm. this great capitalist tool to use to reach customer because they, you know, one on one marketing, you go where the consumer is at. Right. And if they're using all of these apps, 
there we're gonna go there and, and be there. Those IG model, like we just yeah. mentioned. Shout out to the models again. They hurt. They hurt. Oh, they hurt. They hurt. Oh, they hurt. That social distancing is whooping them. Oh man. I mean, not just the model. I think you know we can laugh about this, but it's, it's actually a lot of industry being hit with the COVID nineteen. Is a lot of them the creative don't have much to do. You know, DJ, party promoter, event promoter. You know, all of these gig concert got canceled. No, nothing is really happening. You know, to to help people cope, I've seen a couple of live concert on Instagram, on Facebook Live. People, like, you know, say, "Hey, we're gonna keep creating, and you know, just join us live. You know, safer distance and things like that." So, the internet is a is a great tool, but I would really strongly advise is if you don't know what you're looking for, it could turn into something very dangerous yes if you, and it, i love that and if you don't know what you're looking for you get lost but if you also if you don't know who you are mm. you may lose yourself in the internet as well mm. right you may lose yourself trying to keep up with the likes living for the likes man it, it's a shame some of the things that people will do completely degrade themselves Throw away their character. You ain't lied about that. You know how I many controversies done dropped? You know how I many controversies done dropped this year because people mm. are fishing for likes? Fishing for the likes. It's unbelievable. Mm. And so I mean, this sort of, this sort of, oh man, it, it even, it, it's even seeped into your day-to-day life to where teens, if you will, can, can see somebody struggling. Say somebody breaks their leg on the street, right? Help mm-hmm. me, help me, help me. Instead of getting help, they got seven phones in their face for the likes because, oh, my God, this is content. I can get I can get some clout off of this. Yeah, I kind of blame TMZ and Worldstar for that, especially mm. when they started incentivizing people sending in the videos. And then yeah. the news picked up on it and they started doing it. So right. we were like, right. all right, so, yeah, there's a murder right there. But, hey, that's going to hit my page up. I think I think we have to all ask right. ourselves how do we got there as a society mm. where we see less of a human aspect and more so of this, hey, I'm the first to report this. I saw Vanity. it. You know, right. how right. how do we, you know, as a society, how did we even evolve to get there? Vanity. Vanity. It's all about vanity. Everybody wants to be seen, everybody wants to be heard. Everybody because everybody wants to be has a, a platform. Exactly. I think Kevin said a word. Right. Everybody has their platform. Everybody wants to be a leader. Nobody wants to follow. But ironically, everybody's following somebody. (laughs) But you know, it's it's we're we're living in a very informative but dangerous time. Yes, and also a very connected yet extremely disconnected time. Do you remember? It wasn't too long ago. (laughs) Long ago. When you could just get up and knock on your friend's door and ask, well, for me, you know, uh, it was in the 90s. And I'd ask, hey, is Johnny here? He can't come play outside. Right. Then. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, like, it was completely normal to expect somebody to come knock on your door and and try to communicate. Good luck doing that today. Then, then what happened? What happened? What happened? We all got cell phones. Right. Mm hmm. And so it became that instead of going to their house, now you would call them. Oh, don't don't just show up at my house. Don't just be showing up. You got to call me first. 
Especially and if then you're what happened? <laughs> Especially if you're a bill collector. And then what happened? Text messaging blew up. Oh, don't be calling me out of nowhere. You better send me a text first. Oh, nah, remember? <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't send no text? You, after no, 9 p.m.? No, before 9 p.m. was free. Oh, man. Now, yeah, before it was count, 9 it count to you. Every text was oh. 10 cents. Yes. yes. True. You, we literally yes. had to wait 9 p.m. and everybody would jump on the network. Yeah, I remember my mom was like, listen, don't you text me unless you're dying out there. Don't do it. Don't you do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is, let's be honest. Let's face it. All of this creation and invention started out of a good place. We as a society thought it was great to be to evolve, to create technology, to have means to connect. When when the cell phone or the cellular phone were invented, it was a great thing. It was everybody was really excited to be out. Then, you know, it it rapidly grew. And then we have different company coming in and this thing got smarter and smarter every day. Not until I think 2012, 13, we now have personal assistants with Siri, Hey mm-hmm. Google, Alexa, all of those things coming into place. But when it starts really is, hey, we, we can do so much more as a, as a society. We can do so much more work, more productivity. And I think that's what drives these. And we can see the same thing with medicine, you know. Every time a, a new procedure comes or every time doctors go into the lab are able to create things, it's always like, yes, we found this treatment. Yes, we found this. But at one point, when do we actually stop creating? When do we actually say too much is too much? Is it when we are able to clone people or <laughs> will it be when we are able not to even need a woman womb to bring a kid into the world? Mm, I mean, that, that exists now. You know that. I mean, this for me, what I'm really getting at is what is the limit between ethic and, you know, pure science, you know, to all technology, since mm-hmm. we're talking about phones and, and, and the Internet, you know, what is the, the limit between what is ethical and, I can answer that. you know. Go ahead, kid. When, when Skynet becomes sentient, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's happening on August 29th, But you know, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't gonna talk about that. Oh, wait a minute, I'm wait a minute. I'm scared about that. Okay, so back on fit alchemy. Sure. Um, is it mainly just for mental health, or is it also for people physically? Because we also see the boom in you know the boom with the pelotons and. Right. The yoga and all these different exercises and diets, and mm-hmm. a lot of that keto diet and all. Right, a lot of that is also you also have yeah. to take care of you mentally because you know they always tell you when you exercise you're supposed to rest. Mm. Well, so, fortunately, fortunately, mm-hmm. it's it's both, right? Because there's a everything that I teach is based off of universal principles, mm-hmm. right? As above, so below the inner manifest on the outer your mental health and your physical health are the same thing they're 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 indicative of each other mm. okay and so what i do is i don't i don't approach the result from the symptom i approach mm. things from the truth from the cause and you see how it came to me was I used to do these physique bodybuilding competitions back in like from 2012 to 2016. And after developing the habits, after working out for about three weeks, after, um, after eating clean for that long, 
I noticed something would happen. Something would shift. I would have a paradigm shift in my mind. The way I thought literally changed. And this happened every single time. And it blew me away. I was like, wait, what's happening here? I would look at food differently. Whereas before I, I would struggle to go to the gym. Now I wanted to go to the gym and I'd feel guilty if I didn't. My whole outlook on everything fitness changed. And I thought to myself as the years passed by, I was like, wait a second. Th this, this is where the fitness is coming from. How do I get to that state? How do I get to that mental state? Because that's what's producing the outcome, not the working out. Now, they, they influence each other, right? I was able to work myself into that state through action, through activity. But you can also get into that state first through mental exercises. And so that's what that's what fit alchemy teaches, right? You utilizing your mental faculties to promote fitness. And once you understand the connection between the two, you can apply those same mental exercises, those same principles to any aspect in your life and get results and get success. That's what fit alchemy is all about. Okay, cool. Totally agree to that. Totally agree. Yeah. You know, it's always funny to me how we always seek outside connection. You know, we're so focused on connecting with the outside, forgetting that even within ourselves, we need to make sure we are in sync. Yes. And I think um, that's what you're touching on. Like yes. when you understand that every pieces of your body actually have to work for each other and with each other for you to be able to project what you want to project, the healthier self, it's, it's tough with the mental, the physical, every single part. You know, um, my father used to use this word balance. Yeah. You have to find a balance within yourself. And every time you come with, to him, you came to him with a problem. He was like, find the balance, find the, the places where every single thing within yourself, all the elements align, the equilibrium. Um, yes. And it was funny, but we're so focused on, I want to connect with such and such. It's all about, um, what do you call it? Networking. You know, yes. you want to network, have your point within yourself to network every single component, your eyes, your, your, your teeth, your, everything works from within good health yes. start from within. Yes. And balance. I'm so glad that you said that <laughs> word, because if people understood the importance of balance, they could eradicate so many problems in their life to touch on what you just said about networking. Right. People, people go into this, into networking with, Oh, I want to go. What, what can I get from this? I want to, yep. I want to link up with this person so that I yep. can get something. True. But that is imbalanced. Why? Listen, there's something called the law of compensation. In order yep. to get anything, you have to give. And so the, the 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 mind state should not be, what can I get from these people at this networking event or how can I get anything from anybody? Shift that to how can I give? How what how can I cultivate what? myself to be of value and of service to the people around me? Because what people don't understand is that everything, mm. everything in life a transaction not necessarily a monetary transaction but everything mm -hmm. is a give and take okay. and if you think for one second that you can take something without giving up something you're wrong it'll come wrong. up in one way or another that is exactly how karma works right <laughs> have to use 
you have to use the strength that you have in order to gain strength. If you want to talk about marketing and business, you have to utilize the money that you have in order to make more money. If you want to talk about balance and give and take in relationships, you have to use and give the love that you already have in order to get it from another person. You can't just expect Correct. To give, 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 give. And that, and that's a message that needs to really, 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 really sink yep. in with our community. Yep. Don't mm. wait for anybody to give you a damn thing. Go ahead, Pastor. Don't wait for anybody to give you a damn thing. You think to yourself, how can I be of service to the people around me? And they will willingly, willingly part with value to me if I can give value to them. Don't don't last for handouts. Don't don't, don't I I've had I've had this 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 mind state for a long time. Why the hell? Why the hell would I give my life force, my spirit, my time, my energy, my focus, my power building some other person's empire? When I could lay down the bricks to build my own and house other people and help other people and employ other people. You get what I'm saying? I'm not trying to hop on anybody else's ship. I'm building my own ship. Go ahead. You get what I'm saying? And I feel that everybody should try to do the same to their capacity. I'm not saying you got to go out and be a CEO. You know what I'm saying? There's only room for so many CEOs. What I'm saying is this. Go and be of service. Learn a skill. Learn yourself. And help other people and watch how your life changes. Because the, the 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 laws to making money are this. How good am I at what I do, right? What do I know? How hard is it to replace me at it? How many people can I provide service with it? If you can get those three questions down, you will be a millionaire. You will be a millionaire. You will, you, and if you don't want to be, that's fine. You will get whatever you want in life. But you have to realize that it all starts with you. And I say this over and over and over in my videos. It starts with you. You mm-hmm. change your mind. You can change your life. I mean, wow. Very true. Totally true. And I think it starts with what we're thought. And I fault our, hmm, I don't want to say parents because my mom was going to find you me. <laughs> She's going to find me and give me some trouble. So I, I want to fault society because to be honest, in society, we are thought that you're either a taker or giver. Mm. If you're a taker, your goal in life is to find the giver. Mm. And, and that's the type of balance that society make it seems like that's what we're looking to achieve. And if you're a giver, your goal in life is to find that taker for you to be able to feel fulfilled or full. What we I've often not told is that you are to be a giver and a taker and exactly what you just said yes you have to be the balance within yourself and yes. meet another balanced souls for you guys to be able to build and, and and support each other to elevate that empire that you guys are seeking to build you know but mm. you know the, the more the ways usually present no you're either a giver or a taker you right. cannot be both right. but you have to be balanced you know and it's a good thing that you talk about value because um, I'm a daytime accountant and we always talk about the balance accounting equation is always had to be a credit and a debit. You mm-hmm. can't just give and give or take and take and take yes. your, your equation will always be out of balance and that cannot work. So that give and take uh, um, 
relationship will have to happen. Value added. That's one big thing that you mentioned. Yes. And you have to be of value. You have to know what you're bringing on. You have to know that and what you're willing to take. And, and we what we have nowadays is a bunch of unbalanced individual mm. seeking other unbalanced, either plus or minuses <laughs> to kind of bring it together like physics. I'm a, I'm a positive. I'm looking for a negative. I'm a negative. I'm looking for a positive. Yes. And I'm like, why can't you have both quality yes. and in that other person? You can see the same things and, you know, and just build it, build yourself with them. You know, yes, so yes. you have a lot of true that you're telling us yes. today. Yes, mm. yes. I come of course, to it was on a Sunday, Sunday when we were <laughs> preaching on a Sunday. <laughs> so also just to also continue this conversation, drop more pearls of wisdom. Now, knowing that us as the black community, we yeah. struggle with mental health a lot. Mm. And it's more of a struggle because people don't want to talk about it. Yeah. 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 So is there ways that you can think of or that you've discovered that people can cope, black people can cope with, you know, maybe some sort of mental instability or whatever. Yeah. I want, I don't like to say mental problems. Uh, just yeah. Like, it's not a problem. It's like, just the I difference. Say more of afflictions mm -hmm. it's just, that they don't want to, that they don't want the world to know. Okay, so so this is the first thing <clears throat> we need to we need to take a step back and, and look at the language used and what it serves to do. Right. Mental right. illness. Right. Let, let, mm -hmm. Mental illness. Mm. We, 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 we approach it from this sort of perspective that the, the issue is within is with the person that it's not a product of a sick environment. Right. Nobody's talking about the environment. Nobody's talking about the things that lead people down these rabbit holes. And that's not to say that, sure, that there are definitely um, genetically passed on sort of mental conditions that you really can't escape. But then there's also a lot of them that develop from a sick environment, from a an environment that that wants you to slave away and work, 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 disconnect from yourself. I'd be so I'm, I'm, I'm surprised a lot of people don't end up losing it in a society like this mm. now let, let's bring this back to the community man man oh man oh man mm. you see with the language used it serves to control and this is what i mean it means to say that humans should be one way and if you're just a little bit off this way oh no you got a problem there's a problem. We need to get you back normal, normalized behavior. My belief is that if you're not harming yourself or anybody else, more power to you. You ain't got mm -hmm. a problem. Okay. Um, if we look at it from our community and we, we understand how, how destructive emotions and destructive thoughts affect the brain and affect the human body, each and every one of our brothers and sisters is a fucking champion simply for being mm -hmm. able to exist, Amen. right? We were talking yeah. earlier about, about um, the relative truth and the absolute truth of the black condition in the United States, right? Just because there are many forces that work against you doesn't mean that you can't make it. You just have to be aware that they're in place and navigate around that, okay? But living day to day 
in a country that wasn't built for you and to be able to, to, to make it and thrive is a great achievement. It's a great achievement, mm-hmm. right? And in that position, a lot of people, uh, 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 I, I can definitely understand why, quote unquote, mental illness has such a stigma around it, right? Because I, I can sort of see, well, like, man, like, if I'm out here being treated like a second class citizen, the last thing I want to be is uh, treated like a second class citizen with a mental illness. No, I'm mm-hmm. good. I'm good. Be careful, brothers. Be careful, sisters. You can I'm good yourself into a deep, deep depression. And it's very dangerous. Okay. And so what I what I advise, what I advise is to lift the stigma off of therapy. Going to therapy doesn't mean you have a problem. Going to therapy doesn't mean that you're broken or there's something wrong with you. When we have when we have physical conditions, do we not go to a physical doctor who's specialized in treating the physical body, why not approach your mental health the exact same way? And I, and I very much, very much, very much um, suggest to see a therapist who who's in your culture. Absolutely. Cause they'll be able to relate to you in ways that mm-hmm. other people may not. Yep. Okay. Lift the stigma, lift the stigma off of, I mean, hashtag, right? Hashtag lift okay. the stigma. Yep. Okay. Lift the stigma off of these mental illnesses and lift the stigma, the stigma of going and talking to somebody. Hmm. Let's do that. A real hashtag. Okay, kid. Yeah. Hashtag lift the stigma. I agree. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, we're definitely living in very challenging time and, you know, first part of your statement you you made it very clear I'm, I'm surprised too that you know not not a lot of people have gone crazy you know yes. in quote um we're living in trouble time we we are adjusting quickly and, and fast and and it almost looked like this whole coronavirus responses right and think things change by the minute by day mm. you know mm. we go from hey we we think it's okay to oh hell no we don't we don't <laughs> think we have this thing under control man we need to shut down this shit i mean it all happened within 24 hours right. of of thinking hey you know i, I don't we, we don't think we're going to get hit this much to shutting down things to talking to a stimulant package to it's it's going quickly and rapidly and i think this is how we we're going through right now so shout out to like you said shout out to people that are able to keep their the head straight amid all this crisis but the black community as a whole we got to do better and i think it is definitely getting better um we've we've seen um people with platform um talking about this this um mental mental challenges mental illness within our community you know it it, hashtag lift the stigma if you think you need help you know seek it you're not the only one you're not the first one you won't be the last Mm. and but i think we we so ingrained in this in 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 thinking in a society of non-stop around the clock stop start go 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 that if you actually pause and Mm. reflect and take a break you will stop looking like the loser mm. because the race is on. Yes. It's never stopped. It's like the 400 meter. <laughs> I mean, going around that track, <laughs> it's crazy, but you almost never feel like it's going to end mm-hmm. full speed. And when, when you actually stop and say, hey, I, I, I don't feel good. I mean, why am I feeling like this? 
And a lot of time, because the word is moving so fast, at a, you know, we fail to to notice the sign until it's too late. Yes. Especially with depression. Mm-hmm. You know, at first it might look like oh, I just need a little bit more energy. Mm-hmm. You know, you you can say, hey, I need to hit the gym or whatever. But you see that that feeling of emptiness and just not wanting to do anything keep keep staying with you. It's not just you know, one day a week, it stopped being all week, stopped being two and three weeks. And, you know, it's usually often late by the time you realize, like, oh, my God, I was depressed. And it's not until you actually even talk to to a specialist to tell you, oh, yo, you were going through mad depression. You were crying, you know, especially with women. Sometimes we would cry out of nowhere and you can ask us, why are you crying? What's going on? I can tell you why I'm crying. Right. I just fell down for one second and I was just, you know, in the corner, not wanting to get out of my house. Right. So it often takes some time for us black to to notice um, what exactly is going on. Yeah. And that's because of mm-hmm. the stigma, the stigma. And I want to touch on I want to touch on that because you mentioned depression. Oh, man. And I wish mm-hmm. I wish we had more time. We may have to do a part two to this. Next. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Welcome back. Yes. Do a part two. Okay. Health is right. very I'm, lo- right. I'm loving this. I, yeah. Right we now. have one more question and then you sure. get to play our independent spotlight game called 10 random questions. Okay. okay. Yeah. So continue with your thought. Okay. I was just going to say, you know, uh, going along the lines of, of depression, we, <laughs> we need to understand that there's two types of thoughts and mm-hmm. feelings in, in in our reality there's constructive thoughts and feelings and then there's destructive thoughts and feelings mm. and you really need to pay close attention to the messaging of what of of what you're putting into your mind and ultimately your heart what type of media are you watching what are they what are they inspiring you to do and what i mean by that is this thoughts and feelings of fear anger insecurity a comparison will lead you down a very, very dark path. And this is why I can't, I can't do most of, most of hip hop anymore. Mm. I'm sorry, not most of hip hop, most of mainstream hip hop, because I know that there's definitely still channels of people putting out that real message. They're just not being True. supported like they should be. Mm. Uh, but if, if, if the music you're listening to makes you want to fuck somebody up, if the music you're listening to makes you feel bad about saving money <laughs> instead of flexing money. <laughs> you're right if, about that. If the music makes you think you need to look over your shoulder when you go down the street, if the music makes you want to pop somebody when you go yeah. down the street, <laughs> you might want to reassess the types of thoughts and types of emotions you're letting get into your subconscious. Mm. You might want to do that. Because it'll lead you down. A, it, it's not. It's it's not helping anybody. It helps nobody. Nobody. Hmm. That's true. Interesting. And that I, is. And, and and falling to that is like once again what we were talking yesterday with kid. We we're talking about perception. You know, we were talking about perception on TV and mainstream hip hop or rap music right now. As a as a woman, sometimes if the music make you turn around and look at your butt. You know, mm-hmm. you, you you ask and you're like, well, all of these songs talk about big fat, you know what? Yep. And you look at yours and you have this, you know, to mine, you have this tiny little thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not small, but it's not to the proportion. Right. They've attached the value. Listening. 
you know, and it was like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? And I would have girls out there thinking something is wrong. You know, I'm not one of them. I'm, I'm very comfortable, but sometimes it's like, and, and this is why we see this plastic surgery. And, you know, you guys were talking about changing your image on social media. People mm-hmm. actually, actually change their image, you know, in real life to look like, you know, they have those injection in, in their bots and, and it's perceptions. These this this mainstream hip hop, you know, describe this woman with you know big fat booty, and you have what you got. Be happy. Yes. And I think it was a hashtag we came up with. Big fat booty. Big fat booties. Hashtag big fat booty. Hashtag Instagram model scared. It was it was was hashtag little booty matter too. And you know what's funny? Like that was funny. (laughs) Yeah, you know what's funny? It actually leads into the last question. I like how Rose segued right into it because (laughs) there is a there is a country in this world that likes to put out exaggerated images. Uh And we know what that country is. It's called Japan, especially with anime. They love to do exaggerated images. Yeah. Okay. And perusing through Kevin's pictures, he went to Japan. (laughs) And I'm jealous as hell. Oh, my wife and I still want to go. (laughs) And I seriously might consider after this whole COVID for my birthday, since I'm going to be turning 35 this year, I might want to go to Japan. Buy your tickets. Buy your tickets during the COVID. I told her. Listen, I told my mama, listen, if you can get a cruise ticket for about $30 right now, yes. I'm sure I can go to Japan for about 400 Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. and, and we also know that Japan is very, besides being technologically advanced, they're a very polite, very yes. quiet society. Yeah, outside of wars, of course, <laughs> they 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 be doing the most. Doing the wars. <laughs> well, I'm serious. I mean, I love my Japanese people, but World War II, y'all, they, they were doing the most. <laughs> yeah, they were doing the most. But they learn. Let's say they learn from the left. They learn. They learn. Did they? Re- well, eh. I mean, they do. They, they still do some things on the low, but that's another subject. Of course, we all do. All power out here do all. We always do thing on the low. Yes, Absolutely. yeah. I mean, we could get into Fukushima and all that, but we're not going to do that today. Ooh, ooh, it's ooh. about Kevin. Yeah, right. But <laughs> right from a from from what you're doing now with the alchemy, yeah. Did Japan maybe enhance what you do, or did it shape it? Because, like mm. I said, you know, you know, it is mostly a religious and sure holistic society no do you know what did japan didn't affect it at all surprisingly what what Mm -hmm. happened was you know i went through a two-year slump where i didn't i wasn't focused on my acting career i I was in a two-year depression mind you i just Mm -hmm. got out of it maybe seven six seven months ago thank you thank you thank you it was a long road yeah i was i was doing something that i hated i was driving uber and and it, I, I I I got to a point where I was living day to day, literally day mm-hmm. to day, and one Uber ride changed my life. Okay, now, so when I was in the Navy, um, my job was to be to be a Chinese linguist. So they mm-hmm. taught me Mandarin Chinese, and so of course it stuck with me. And it would come out every once in a while in conversation in the Uber rides. And so like I had this dude from Israel in my car. Kevin, you here? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm here. I'm here. You got quiet for and, a hot second. <laughs> oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was saying, my bad. Maybe I got to get closer to this mic. Um, 
I I met this dude I was driving with, um, picked him up. He was from Israel. Long story short, he started speaking Chinese. I started speaking Chinese. We were like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? And I started telling him my life story, um, you know, going from the Jehovah's Witness to the Navy, learning Chinese, leaving that, coming to L.A., you know, to 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 do the acting thing. And he's like, man, like, why are you driving Uber? And I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, I know. He's like, no, no, no. Like, if you wrote a book, I would read it. You could change mm. lives. And I sat with that and that resonated with me. Mm. And I was like, wait, I could I could change lives? Mm. How? Okay. And then I just really started thinking deep. What do I know? Ah, this is what I know. This mm-hmm. is what I know. Tapping into your mind and 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 being able to pull yourself to lift yourself up out of a depression, to be able to elevate your own mental state, to overcome any obstacle. That's what I'm here to teach people. So that, that Uber ride, I forgot his name. I still have his card. He actually Mm -hmm. won, um, like he won on Shark Tank for his, um, his pet, pet product sort of company. Anyway, shout out to you, man. I have your card. I forgot your name, but shout out to you. You inspired a change in my life. And that was about maybe a year ago or so. Yeah, because um, I also had that bout. I'm actually 13 years this January away from, you know, I almost committed suicide. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Well, congratulations wow. for making it to the other side. Congratulations. Shout out to you, kid. Yeah, shout out. You know, I love and you. You're annoying me, yeah. but you know, yeah. I love you. And, <laughs> you know, yes, I, I am annoying. So, you know, you have to hit rock. <laughs> you got to own it. Start your climb, back. Gotta own yes. it. I mean, yes. and I think yes, more know. of us in the community need to talk about it. And this is why I also say we should have more mental health professionals that are like yes. us. But yes. you know, people don't want to put in that kind of work because right. you know there's no benefit on there. Right. But there's like been, said, no, there's, Kevin, there's no clout attached to it. You get what I'm saying? That this the messaging exactly. comes full circle. Who's out there preaching that go to school, get your get your ID and become a uh, a therapist? Who who's saying that? Nobody's saying Nobody that. Nobody's saying it. Nobody's yeah. saying it. So say it. Well, maybe trick daddy on a on an audio. <laughs> <laughs> maybe trick daddy. Maybe trick daddy. But yes, Kevin, thank you so much for coming on. But you're not going anywhere yet because we got to do the 10 random questions. Okay. And then you can go out and continue healing the world. I will. And be back for part two. I'm, I'm, I'm back for part two. We, we, hey, I really want to come back for part two. I want to get deep. Deep yes. into like the, the yes. specifics of of mental health in our society and the things that we can change today the things that we can change immediately to start getting better results in our individual lives and ultimately the community's lives so i definitely yes. got to come back and talk and about that part two definitely okay so what we do with the 10 random questions is exactly what it says i come up with 10 random questions okay and quick fire answers okay and one day we will have a sounder for this but something a little more with panache okay but now these questions again are very random and they could be any subject and you are required to answer all 10 okay even though you don't like it you can even give me the diplomatic i i plead the fifth that's Okay. (laughs) okay okay so first question are you team apple or team android apple yes Damn it, man! You yes. Oh, you FaceTiming. Oh, I know, I know better though, but I know better. You FaceTime but... me from time to time, kid. Don't do that. Yeah, I have an iPad, so it's okay. <laughs> but I'm still Team Android. 
<laughs> all right. That that iPad was a gift. Shout out to my father-in-law. But <laughs> you know, the baby fish taught me sometime too. So hey. <laughs> do that for y'all. I don't right. do that for me, but whatever. Your favorite cuisine <laughs> that you your go-to cuisine that you have to have. Pizza. That's a good one. I, I'm like I, a New Yorker. I, I, but 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 um Italian food has sort of made a made an impression on me recently. So my my favorite, my favorite would have to be something called linguini bongole, which is linguini linguini with clams. It's oh my god, it's amazing. Red or white. Red. Oh God. He's a red guy. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Your favorite city. Oh. Oh, oh, that's really hard, man. Oh, Tokyo. 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 Okay, cool. Okay, so you do mental health now. Yeah. And is there one person you could speak with for an hour and why? One person. Oh, one person that I could speak with for an hour and why? Yeah, it like, could be get the opportunity to speak with them. Yeah. yeah. Like, pick their brain. like you push the button on your phone and whoever you think of pops up on your FaceTime. Oh, that's Who easy. FaceTime? That's easy. <laughs> that's easy. That would be uh, the Egyptian intermediary god Tehuti, right? Mm -hmm. This was Tehuti slash Thoth slash Hermes Trimegistus. This was a being that served as the middleman between humans and everything else and top society, music, mathematics, um, chemistry, the sciences, uh, the alchemy, the, the, all the universal principles, look up the Emerald tablets. If you want to learn more about that, I would, oh man. Yeah. For an hour, I might need a hundred hours with that. Dude. <laughs> but yeah, if you ever see on like the hieroglyphs or things like that, if you see like a person with the bird head, not the hawk, but the long beak, that's what right. I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. I think I think that, that question up. I have to take out of circulation because nobody's going to top that answer. <laughs> I look it up the Emerald Tablet. Yeah, look yeah. it up; it'll change your life. Okay, and you also you started doing MMA too, right? Yeah, so I fight I fight uh, Tiger Crane Kung Fu. That's what I train at, and then I mm -hmm. fight in martial arts competitions under Chinese kickboxing rules. Cool. So, who would be your favorite fighter? Oh, <laughs> that's so Told tough. You. My favorite three fighters are, I'd say, Israel. I'll let you Ad have three today. I like <laughs> Israel Adesanya. I like I like Bukau Por Pramuk, and I like um, Israel Adesanya. Buk and Mike Tyson easily. So that's a boxer, a Muay Thai fighter, and an MMA fighter. Those are my three favorite. Cool, Tyson. Shout out to Bushwick. Hey. Okay, weird one. What is your go-to cuss word? Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's, what, that's my too. <laughs> oh yeah, she tells me shut the fuck up all the time. <laughs> okay, now more contemporary. The MCU or DC? <laughs> MCU, man, come on. Jesus Christ! You gotta take that question out of rotation, man. No, <laughs> no, it's actually funny because. I'm a DC guy, and we, you know, we hate y'all. You yeah, hate us. Ah, fail. I don't hate y'all. I just don't like DC. I mean, their com their comics are great. Their movies are trash. 
But yeah, I, well, like I changed it because my the initial question was the DCEU, but after what mm. Harley Quinn did, I was like, no, sir. But shout <laughs> yeah. out to Shazam. Shout out to Shazam. Shout out. Oh, but hey, man, DC did their job with Joker. You want to talk about yes, mental they health? Yes, they did. <sighs> oh, man. They yeah. pay, you know how many people they pissed off? We're going to talk about Joker when you come back. All right. We'll do that. We'll do that. We'll do that. We got okay. a lot of content for next time. Your, let me tell you. Yes, sir. Your favorite show to watch. Oh, no. Okay. My favorite show. My favorite show is called Shingeki no, Shingeki no Kyojin, which is Attack on Titan. It's a, it's a Japanese anime. Oh, Lord, all the all the birds and all the blazes and, and all the tacos are gonna come for you now. Go ahead, I love it. I love it. Titan season it, four it, coming it, soon. Hey, yes, brother. It's intense. I love it. Yes. Okay. Favorite rapper slash singer. Andre three thousand. Yes. Man. My man. Easy. See. See. Easy. Young folk. I don't know who the baby is. But <laughs> don't he, do that. He don't touch. He don't touch three stacks. <laughs> you don't know. You can't even mention them in the same breath. Me, you take any one of Pot Smokes, not sorry, not Pot Smokes, straight out to him, and he mm, passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, the baby, take any one of his verses and put it against Three Stacks verse on the remix to um, what's that song? What's the one? Walk it out. I guarantee you, Three Stacks blows that out the water. Mm, any day, just about any of Three Stacks songs. Oh yes. And last question: sure. If you're a fictional hero, what's your power? Oh man! <laughs> um, instant. I'm, I'm doing instant, this question for you because you like the MCU yes. and the X Men are coming soon. So yes, I, instant I, I manifestation. You're gonna have to explain that for to the phone. Okay, okay. So, so the way that manifestation would work for your for your every for for your human right would be like okay. I'm thinking of something. I'm holding an image in my mind of a situation that I want, of a certain thing that I want to achieve, something that I want in my life. And if I can hold that image clearly in my head, right, it, it, that situation, that thing, that person already exists in one way, shape or form. You just need to bring it to you. And so what happens is it, it, it exists first in vibration, in thought. And through attracting it to yourself, it lowers in vibration until it's physical, until it's here, until you meet it, right? Until you manifest it. Um, Now, beings with the powers that people would attribute uh, God powers to are able to do the same thing, but just at a much faster rate, instantaneously. I think it's there. If I could have that power, oh, man. Yeah, that would be my superpower. Boom. Being able to think things into existence, pretty much. That was a long, long definition, but I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Being able to think things into realization—that that that is. Listen, y'all would have to throw me in jail because the things I think about on it. Yes, please, we will. (laughs) It would take so much of this world. You think the world? And I don't think that would work because you would think of you being free, and you'd be free. You know what it'd be like? You saw you saw the first Ghostbusters, right? No, I didn't. I wasn't allowed to watch it. I remember I was great. Oh, yeah, Linus. that's right. She that's is a right. nerd. If Ghost. you ever watch it near the end of the movie, when Gozer asked that asked to to manifest the 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 destroyer. I swear mm. to God, that's how I would that's the exact look Ray had on his face. That's how I would look all day. And things just come out of my head. No, we don't want the world that. Would be over. We'll give it to everybody, but not you, man. Nope. No, you know what? Just to troll y'all, I would just have 300 million Trumps just running around. Just to troll you. <laughs> but yes, Kevin, 
It has been a pleasure. Yes. It has been a pleasure. It has been. Let us do part two and let us oh, do it please. soon. Yes, please. We're coming back next month because we're going on yes, a please. next month. Okay. And okay. I want to try to have a lot of podcasters at and black, white, or in the middle. Yeah, let's let's do it. We we're gonna set up the studio, and um, we can definitely get on on IG live and stream it. You know, different right. other ways, but that will be fire. Yes. yes, and you know, we'll just all those shows we do. We're just gonna put out progressively, and we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna be so known that Joe Rogan might be like, I, I might have to watch him. I'd love mm. that. I, I love this 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 episode. I really did. I mean, we did yeah, a fantastic job. Thank you for. Most, yeah, this is one of our most intense, but very good intense episodes. Yes, again, mental health is a very very serious problem. And we're gonna touch community. on that. Oh yeah, because we got to really dive into it. Okay. Yeah. But, but okay. Kevin, unfortunately, has to go save the world. Yes. Okay. I'm putting on my cape right now. Literally got to run. <laughs> no yeah. problem. We appreciate your time. So the breeze is plentiful. Yes. Oh, you guys, you're not, you're supposed to stay in, right? You not. Yes, oh, supposed to stay in, but, but but the mountains are still there. I'm going to oh, the top okay. of the mountain. <laughs> the top of the mountain. Exactly. All right. <laughs> well, kid, that's one place we could go. We could go down visit Kevin. I already oh. told there you. it is. As soon Come. as as soon as the National Guard rolls down my block, I'm jumping <laughs> in the corral. <laughs> taking my wife in the for- my wife and my kid in the forest. Okay, maybe not my wife. I I need someone to watch the baby when I go True. to sleep. Okay. I'm gonna be like, I'm, you know, it's gonna be like The Last of Us. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Everybody, thank you for for tuning in. I really appreciate having me on here. Yes, um, just just go to my Instagram because I'm gonna be putting out everything through that. It's Kevin Lewis White. Kevin L O U I S White, like the color. Um, and I will be in touch with all y'all. And I'm looking very forward to part two. But for now, I got to go save the world. <laughs> from, 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 the world. <laughs> from the mountaintop. From the mountaintop. Yes. Okay. All right, y'all. All yes, right, sir. Kev. All right, all right, all right. Sometimes fun. Fun. He's awesome. Yes, I told you. I follow good people. I don't follow ratchets. Again, shout out to the Instagram models. You know, they hurt right now. They hurt and they hurt. Mm. Definitely was fun. I think we should go to LA. You know, we've been trying to do, go there. We're okay. going to go to LA once they lift it and, you know. Because I do have a vacation I was supposed to take to go to Europe. We can definitely go and do this. Um, Imagine a show on the boardwalk. Yeah, let's do something like that. Crazy people would think we're crazy, so they'd leave us alone. We could do a whole show on the boardwalk. Yeah, like we'll go there and and set up our mics and just go and talk and just ask random people questions. These are these are type of interview we should have more and more. I think this topic was definitely helpful. This mental health is is a big thing and. And it's amazing. So Will should definitely have part two with him. He and definitely course, touched on I things that I've it. said I to people. To play the music, but balance, yeah. balance from, yeah, yeah. from the inside. He actually does not attack the symptom. He goes straight to the root and the cause of the problem. And that's what I've always been preaching. If you don't know what you're looking for, then you're going to find a whole lot of crap out there that you won't even know that whether or not it's, it's actually collinked connecting to your to your illness you know it's it's fun it was fun it was fun and just to remind the folk 
the show we did last night is up right now about colorism. Woo, we got heated last night. It got heated. It did get heated. You know, it's the exchange of dominant ideas and perception. It was all but good heat. It was not it nothing was good, negative. You know, but you know, but you know, when people hear it, they can be like, there go that another angry black man again. And or, a woman too, because I was angry uh, too. Well, the men will say you're angry, the women will put you over. Uh I don't because <laughs> you got mad at me yesterday when we had that conversation. Uh, but it was a good one. It was a good one. It was a very good one. And also, folks, next week, ooh, next week, we have, we're going down to the bayou. We are going to New Orleans, not physically, because they their, their COVID is a little crazy down there. They are, too. They're, they're not playing. But I connected with a female DJ. Hey. Red, and we're going to talk to her about her mixing abilities. We're going to talk about her in a, I guess, for lack of a better term, an industry where a lot of female DJs aren't duly promoted or maybe even acknowledged for their skills. Maybe she can give me a few tips. I mean, you know, I just got my mixing, my mixer here. Come a DJ. She would be playing the hottest Washington, D.C. college bars. And having those young whippersnappers looking at her and be like, yo, can I get a mixtape? And we know what that code means. Mm-hmm. So we will be speaking with her next week. Oh, and also she's embroiled in maybe a little controversy with Facebook and Instagram because every time she puts up a live or a Facebook post, they seem to delete it. Oh. So we're going to find out what's going on with that. Exactly. Let's find out. That's not cool. So we're going to go... And go quarantine ourselves again. I'm going to go get something to eat. Rose is going to go balance some sheets. Yep. Play with my kid if she's up. Maybe I'll go play with my wife. We'll see. Go ahead and play with something. Anything. Maybe I'll go play with some. Maybe I'll go read. Just go. (laughs) We love y'all. It was a pleasure. I'm going to put the music while you're talking. All right. Drop it. I already did. You don't hear it in the background. Okay. Bye-bye, y'all. Bye.